0: Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're tuning in, it's podcast time. Uh, my name is Alec, I'm your host today. And today we're doing another preview of some of our amazing speakers for UXR Conf 2022 today. Today, we're gonna be chatting with two people who are a bit of a distance away from where you're probably tuning into, which is okay, because they come from a very beautiful country with lots of wonderful beaches and wonderful people. Uh, I'm thrilled to be joined by uh, Carlos and Cacao, who are respectively the research manager and design manager on the growth team from a little startup you may have heard of called Nubank in Brazil. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. Hey Alec. Hi, Alec. Did I do any justice to, to Brazil there?
1: Yeah, I think you did an amazing job here, you know, because <laughs> you speak good things about Brazil. So I'm happy to hear that. But I ha- we have to be fair enough because Carlos is living here, but Carlos is not from Brazil, right,
0: Carlos? Where are you from, Carlos?
2: This is true. I'm, I'm originally from Venezuela, although I've I've traveled a fair amount. Uh, but I have chosen Brazil as my country, so I agree. Love to hear good things about it. I think it is a pretty wonderful and beautiful place. So
1: probably Carlos loves Brazil more than I, you know, because he chooses to be here.
2: Because <laughs> he had to pick it. I mean, and being a researcher here, you also get to know it, I think, even more intimately than your own country sometimes. So that's like a beautiful way to discover a place, actually.
0: I love it. As I'm sure everyone listening can already tell, Carlos and Kakao work pretty closely together, and they seem to have a pretty good rapport. And that definitely struck me when we first chat, when we first had our chat, <laughs> that you both get along pretty well. <laughs> um, and you're going to be doing a talk together that I'm really excited to get into. But before we get into that, I think it'd be awesome to know a little bit about your journey to where you are today, at NewBank, um, and maybe Kakao, we can start with you. So both of you are on the growth team, which is a little bit different than probably what most people work on day to day. So you work in, as a design manager, but for growth. So I'd love to know a bit about your story to get to this point and what that looks like to be a design manager for growth.
1: Actually, it's amazing and I never, you know, dream about this. When I was a kid, you know, in my three years old birthday, I wasn't saying, okay, I want to be a um, design manager in Growth View." Just happened and I actually am pretty happy because this happened. I graduated in social communication. So I really want to, to work in a advertised world, you know, be actually an art director. But then I discovered design, product design stuff. And I fell in love and I was like, I have to do this, uh, you know, to try because I'm an experimentation person. So I really want to try new stuff. I start, you know, working in a IoT company in, in product design and I love it. And I was like, that's the thing that I want to do forever. Then I moved to Sao Paulo. It's a, the biggest city we have in Brazil. I start working. If you check my bio, you'll probably... Can see that, but I started working the biggest telecommunication company in Brazil, the Telefônica. Bought Vivo, and I was working there. Then I moved to iFood. Always has an IC, uh, IC designer, individual contributor. Then I joined Nubank in two thousand nineteen. Wow, well, sounds like yesterday. But I joined, I joined, <laughs> joined bank as IC in Growth View, and I I was the designer. I have a mission to build a team about a member get member because people in Brazil really like Snowbank, So they invite friends and family to join Nubank no as a client. So they are saying like, I love this and you should try. And people in Snowbank say, maybe this could be something huge here. We should create a team. And I was the first person in this team. So I started as a IC. And one year ago, I received this, this opportunity to become a manager. And today I'm a design manager in the in, in bank, in the growth view. Carlos knows this better than me. We receive invitation to do like job rotation all the time. But we are, we, are, we are so in love. And, you know, it's like Diogo probably will kill me. Diogo is my boss. But he always say, we're not family. We are a team. And I'm like, yeah, but we are a family. I really like to work here. <laughs> I really love these people. We are doing a great job. You know, we are putting clients inside the bank. We are paying the bills here. Warren Buffett is investing <laughs> in the bank because of us. So we are doing a great job. So I'm proud to yeah. be a manager in the Growth View. We don't have one product, you know, to take care. Of. So we have to take care of the whole experience. So actually New bank is our product. So it's a challenge. Uh, people there are good and I'm really proud of our team here.
0: That's amazing. Um S- super, super cool. I mean, the the scope of the challenges that you probably work on are pretty immense, Carlos. For you, like similar journey, different journey. What was it like for you? Well,
2: I guess I guess similar in a way, but also different in in, in others. Um, I just want to begin by saying that I agree. I love working with cacao, and I love working with growth. I always say that I will, you know, if I can, I'll just stay doing this for as long as I can because I think it's it's super exciting. I I, I think it's a fascinating space in a company that's growing this, this fast is just, you know, it just simply feels like you're kind of at the cutting edge of, of a lot of what we do. So I think, uh, especially, you know, being in a Latin American company, that's, that's incredibly exciting, but talking about my journey a little bit, it's, it depends on what version you want to hear. There's a, there's a long one and there's a short one, but I'll try to give it a a stab. I, I, I was born and raised in Venezuela and then through a, a, a study scholarship really left and kind of never really went back to live, even though that's where my family still is today. Um, I promise Venezuela is also a beautiful and gorgeous country, despite what you might be reading on the news. And anyway, that's sort of where the journey began. I really, I'm trained as an architect and as an urbanist. And I think I mentioned that because I think it really shapes my own approach to research. Uh, in fact, I love architecture to death, but one of the things I really... Uh, struggled with was the fact that when you build once you build a building, there's no changing it, right? Like the thing stays the way it is. And forever,
1: you know, 100 forever, years. Forever, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, forever. And so when I made the switch um, into the UX world, I was fascinated by the fact that you could design and then iterate on things. And that research had a really big role uh, on that. You know, um, the urbanist in me always loved to talk to people about their experience in the transportation, public space. Uh, green cities and and stuff of that kind. And so um, that's something, that's a background that I, I bring very strongly still today. It had really shaped me as a researcher. Um, but professionally, I worked in consulting. So I spent a little bit of time at Fjord even, uh, when they opened their Latin America studio. It was in Sao Paulo. And that's really how I came to Brazil <laughs> and thought it was going to be like a couple of years or whatever, but it, it really, ha- I've, I've stuck around. I've, I really <laughs> loved it. And after a couple of years in consulting, then I switched into the startup world. And I have to say, I'm never going back. I love it. I love working this close to product with like this multidisciplinary approach. And like Akau said, I think it's a fascinating place and scope to be working um, with, with growth, really, and, and, and with all that means, really, for the region and, and for this country. So um, that's a little bit about how I got here.
0: Well, New Bank has definitely put uh, Brazil and Latin America in general on the startup map in a major way. With- huge amounts of investment which really just goes to show you what a great product it is and you know how strong the demand is for what you all do i think this is a perfect time to kind of pivot the conversation a bit because you're both going to be speaking about what it's like doing research and obviously design too but from a, mostly a research lens on, on what that looks like within the growth context, which is really different from what most people work on. I remember listening to the stories about how the growth team at Facebook was formed back in 2000 and who knows what, 2008 maybe. But one thing that was really interesting was, you know, they realized that there was a deep need for people who could figure out to do the problem solving of accelerating the, the, the growth of the business. And this was somehow distinct from just building features and and shipping things that people want. So maybe you can start by talking a little bit about when you think about your work, like what does a typical week look like? You know, a lot of people when you're just building product, it's like we got stand ups and we have end of week retros and kind of thing like that. And it's probably, I would guess, a little bit more regimented. Is that the same in the work that you do or is it a little bit different? Maybe I
2: can, I can jump in talking a little bit about what growth looks like in general. And I, I like Kakao touch on the rituals because she leads a lot of them <laughs> and I think they're, they're really fun and great. So I think to go off of some of the things that you were mentioning, I think, yeah, growth teams are important, especially for up and coming companies. I think that when I arrived, I was mostly used to product research and product oriented research, like you mentioned. And so growth was like a new space for me in a way, but I always felt like I had a very strong affinity to this. And I say that. For a couple of reasons, not only because I think internally there's also like a joke that I like to throw around with the other researchers and like that we're like the bouncer of the party, you know, we're like always working the door out. And so it's like a wild world out there, you know, it's it's a, it's a jungle, really. And I think that our job as growth is to try to identify those opportunities about, yes, to bring in new clients. That's like the main focus. But I think also in a very, very interesting way and in a research uh, way. It's also discovering the nuances of the outer world. And, and again, for a developing economy that's like digitalizing at an incredibly fast pace like this, I think that there are benefits to growth work in Brazil and to and to do this at NuBank that go beyond just bringing in new clients. There's, we're talking about the digitalization of like a massive population, and that brings in so many benefits. I mean, we hear all the time in our research. It's like, oh my God, OK, this is open entire new possibility for me. And, and, and Brazil runs on WhatsApp. There's like a smartphone in every corner of this country. And so I think that working with growth in this particular environment is is incredible. And it has many, many impacts beyond the company growing itself, which is obviously, you know, our goal. So I like how I to talk about a little bit of the rituals and what I typically do.
1: I love it. I probably will use everything that you have said has a release about the growth view. You know, what are you doing here? That's <laughs> what are you doing here. That's amazing.
2: Great, great sell. Well, that's what we're going to go back and tell our boss. That's what we're going to go back and tell. <laughs> great,
1: great work here, Carlos. <laughs> Actually, we, we are at the growth view. It's a really big view. We have more than 300 people there because we have a lot of designers and bas business analysts pms or much more <laughs> engineers of course i'm sorry engineers so a we
2: have <laughs> a lot
1: of people there so to make this work right now we are working on uh, in squads so we have different teams when we look to our funnel you know to the acquisition funnel Every part, the critical one has one squad taking care of this. So we have one on the top. Uh, Actually, Carlos, right now it's divided in upper funnel, right?
2: Upper funnel, yeah.
1: And down funnel. So we can work better on this. So we have teams taking care of this. And of course, every team has their own rituals. But to make the design culture strong, to make people align, you know, to make people. Working together, because it's really important to us, you know, the pesquisona, everything that we do, it's looking to the micro vision, you know, everyone works together. Even if you are in the team, you we have to work together. So we have some rituals to make people working together. So we have our weekly on Mondays to make everyone, what are you, what are you doing? You know, let the people know. We have the GDR happens uh, bi-weekly.
2: What is the GDR? Tell us us about it because that's my favorite.
1: Oh, it's the Growth Design Review where some designers, (laughs) you know, uh, actually one designer pick one problem. So like, hi, BU, hi, Growth BU, hi, everyone, hi, 300 people. I'm solving this problem. And that's the the, the path that I have here. That's the path one. This is the, the path two. What do you think about this? So what I can do different? What I can do together? And everyone speaks about design for one hour.
0: That's a really high-pressure design critique.
1: Yeah, That's exactly. You're
0: yeah. in front of hundred people.
1: Exactly, but everyone is too, too nice to do that, right,
2: Carlos? Yeah, I mean, they have been some of my favorite conversations about design and Newbank have been in that forum. So it is a little high pressure, but I think it's, it can be a really special place.
1: It's a high pressure, but everyone is there not trying to, you know, demolish your work. They are trying to make something better. So every designer go there with a project. When everything finished, send me a message like, oh, this was amazing. I already know what I should do here to change this. So we are putting more things outside and this, the the GDR, it's important because we are creating some consistency here and high standards of quality. So it's working pretty well. And of course we have some, you know, coffee to talk with each other because pandemic stuff. I don't know a lot of people from my team in person, just in the calls. So, uh, actually, we met last year. So, like, oh, you are this way. You have this, you know, you're so different. So, we have this coffee to talk about life. And, of course, we have the off-scene, where the the space where everyone creates together. Like, let's draw together. I'm drawing this flow about, you know, onboarding. Let's do this together.
0: Yeah, one of the things you mentioned there, which I think speaks to a little bit about this mindset shift if you're going to be working in this kind of a space that i think is super important for people to understand is the importance of funnels um as like a core you know thing you talk about all the time think about all the time have to do all the time and i know that in your talk you know you're going to be covering a bunch of you know sort of different concepts and in particular you know a specific technique that you guys use every year to kind of reset your focus and make sure that you're working on the highest impact stuff but maybe you can take a few minutes and talk about um why funnels are so important to understand anytime you're doing growth work. And it seems like you split them up into two funnels as well. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that. All right. Um, And maybe I'll give a stab at this, but but Kakao,
2: I think, has more experience with funnel thinking, so she can complement later. But the the terminology was something that really recently uh, was implemented as a way to sort of structure our zip codes, you know, like... uh, it, like Akal said, it's a big team, it's very experimental, it's very dynamic, and, and, I, and in a country like Brazil, the, the outer context is constantly shifting. So I think the growth team has to, by default, be very elastic and adaptive. And uh, the upper funnel is basically everything from awareness and consideration through registra- application, registration, and confirmation. And then the lower funnel is everything that comes afterwards, so uh, from onboarding and activation to recommendation. And so that was like a really good way to, for us to deal with the funnel, which is a very complex thing. It's like a vortex. And that way of thinking and structuring helps us kind of, you know,
0: structure it in a way so that it's easier to think about it, especially from an experience point of view. So it allows you to do more targeted experiments and work, right? And the funnel is this essence, how somebody goes from not knowing about New Bank, not being aware of you guys, all the way through to like an active customer user, right? And you're basically breaking it out into different stages, right? Yeah. So you can say, hey, yeah. we have an awareness problem. So we're going to do an experiment or we're going to work on a project to increase awareness among this group of people and whatnot.
1: Actually, we are facing something like this right now because we know that there is a target that we want to. But when we made an analysis, we understand they like they have awareness. They know the banks. They consider has an option, but, you know, the part of conversion has a problem. So we are right now, you know, running a lot of tests to understand which part of the conversion part there is a problem here. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the documents, it's the, about the, you know, sign up. We don't know. So we are running a lot of small tests to discover like, okay, there's something here. With this small test, we can deep dive on this and do bigger tests, trying to discover what's happened there. But uh, yeah, because the funnel, we understand the parts of our critical because we work pretty hard, you know, in the awareness and consideration. So people know bank exists and consider has an option. And then we work pretty hard and make them conversion, becoming clients and engagement more than clients. We don't want just clients in the bank. We are we really want fanatical customers, people who love Snowbank, you know, who are re- 100% here with us. Talking about the bank, living this experience, has the first account. That's, we are really aggressive on this.
2: Yeah. And uh, actually, there's a really uh, interesting fact there, too, that like most of the growth really comes from word of mouth. Like we, we, we still have a very low customer acquisition cost, which is also very very interesting in the funnel and growth world. And so we really count on people really loving the product. And helping us grow uh, in that way and just just to make a quick comment about the organizational design of, of our part of the business because I think it's really interesting it's a funnel and an organizational design that really follows the funnel so it's really easy and 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 you know, great in a way to really remain uh, very customer center centric and, and and really have the experience in mind when you organize your teams around the customer journey in that way and sure there's a lot of conversion experiments and activation experiments. But I think it's really interesting for us to think that we're like a lot of teams working towards making that experience the smoothest it can be. And I think that's really genius.
0: That's awesome. Yep. Your enthusiasm is, is very catchy. And I think it's amazing that for you to see the real life impact of the work that you do and how it improves people's lives. You know, I can totally understand why um, it's, it's such exciting work that you do. So, you know, I'm super excited to to learn more about your talk uh, this year in in just a few weeks. And so if anybody else wants to join in on the fun, you can grab an in-person ticket. There's only a few hundred of those at UXRconference.com. We're going to be out in Brooklyn, New York at a venue called 99 Scott. That's super cool. And it's going to be a lot of fun. But if you would prefer to join remotely, which is 100% free, you can do that. Same place to register, UXRconference.com. That's right. For all, all our friends in Brazil, if you want to tune in, we got you covered. You don't even have to get on a plane. So uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Carlos and Cacao. I'm, I'm really excited to, to hang out with you guys in person in June this year.
2: Thank you, Alec. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in Brooklyn. And don't you worry, Brazil will
0: show up, for sure.
1: Yeah, of course. Please come on, Brazilians. <laughs> come on, everyone. Go there. I really want to see you.
0: Yeah, if there's anything I, I know about Brazil after a few a few years doing this, it's every time somebody from Brazil does something in the research community, they show out, <laughs> They're out sharing this stuff, commenting on stuff. So I know we'll have a sizable <laughs> contingent tuning it. So it's going to be a lot of hopefully, fun. Hopefully, hopefully. Thank you, Alec. All right, we'll see, we'll talk to you guys later everyone else. Don't forget to grab your ticket and we will see you in just a few weeks time. Take care everyone.